It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. that are being said or done, but we have no right to be 
judging other people's commentary. In this country, the Constitution protects our right to free speech, no matter how repugnant it is. And this particular security guard was doing his job. So good job to share for, for standing up for that. And as much as I don't like any of the Democrats in the race, Gabbard is not a Russian asset, people. Okay, let's just... That was Hillary's way of, of inserting herself into the conversation and beginning to basically run her campaign. I Remember I told you... Dog. I'm I guess sorry? She calls her dog a Russian, she calls her own dog a Russian agent. <laughs> Uh, just remember that I told you all months ago that she never shut down her campaign and that her campaign's quietly been raising money. So just... Uh, she didn't help herself. Just she one. Okay, so a couple other quick stories that just that that need to make news. Um, number one, Chick-fil-A opened a store in the U.K., and they have announced that they will close within the next six months because they are just being absolutely inundated with the LGBTQ community. Um, it's it's been awful. Mm-mm. Okay. Um, but however, and this is kind of some good news in this country. Uh, the number one restaurant chain for teenagers in the United States is in fact Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. Not bad for a little old chain that's not even open in all 50 states, huh? No. Okay. Yeah. Um, yes. Also, we've got uh, just kind of a, a little bit of news. The first female high school quarterback or the first female to score a touchdown by throwing a touchdown uh, happened in California. I'm quite uh, impressed with that. So now let's let's talk about um, <laughs> yeah let, let's have a let's have a, a conversation here. So Denver Denver Democrats have been raising money, okay? And Klobuchar, which, believe it or not, she's actually not half bad. She's an idiot, but she's not as much of an idiot as the rest of them. And Butt Gage have actually been doing quite well. Um, have raised quite a bit of money. So let's uh, let's talk about their money. Uh, she raised total about $1.1 million, and oh, Butt Gage, he raised $1.1 million within 24 hours after the Democratic debate. Um, President Trump raises about a million dollars a day. I'm just saying. Yeah. The RNC has raised this most recent quarter between Trump and the RNC combined has raised $125 million in the third quarter. 
Now, what does that mean? The, Demo- the Republican Party raised $56 million on its own, and the Trump campaign has raised the remainder. That means that the Trump campaign has raised a whopping uh, $65 million plus dollars. Okay. In political campaigns, in a quarter, in an off year, that is great. Um, Republicans have $156 million of cash on hand. Democrats are in the negative. Okay. Democrats have debts. Republicans have none. Well, until Hillary gets in and then George Soros will uh, put some money in. Well, there'll be there'll be money coming in, but Democrats don't have the pockets. I mean, nobody's really gung ho. Okay, a couple of feel good stories for you before we get into stuff that's not necessarily going to be great. Uh, but a soldier had his leg amputated in order to save his tank crew. He was made fun of and picked on by some leftists, and he informed them that it was the best decision that he's ever made and that to do it again he would do the same thing. Okay. And another story, and and this story, I, I don't know why it really bothered me, but it did, and when I read it to Amanda... Uh, yeah, it was it was tough to read. There's a Tennessee school, Jacksboro. A little boy had went to his teacher and asked his teacher when the lady that puts food in his backpack was going to come around again. They were having a short week, and so the teacher said she didn't really know. And she asked the kid the kind of stuff that he liked, and and turns out that he likes spaghettios, and he made the following statement and this just really stuck with me he said when I have those it gives my tummy a warm feeling and I can sleep at night so I got to think which is what I do when these things happen and so today I, as everybody knows, I, I rail against the public school system. I rail against a lot of programs they do. And one of the things that I have really been opposing is basically the free lunch for all program. I don't like it. Didn't agree with it. But I never looked at it from the other side of things. And so that story kind of forces me to look at it from a different perspective and Amanda and I were talking about it today and she kind of had me look at it from a different perspective and whereas I don't I still think that there's a better way to do things I do think that the school is the conduit at least while they're in while they're functioning while they're still brick and mortars um, we have the most food and the most waste of food in the entire world. And there's no possible reason that I can think of that any family, much less child, should go hungry. So, something to think about. Just on that particular story alone kind of got me thinking. 
I still believe there's enough agencies out there and, and that nobody should ever be hungry. So don't get me wrong, but maybe the school is the conduit to do since everybody's here. So, since they all go to school. Not, that doesn't, listen, don't want anybody to think that changes how I feel about the public school system because it doesn't. But it does give you food for thought, and maybe there's a better way. All right, so let's talk about, well, let's talk about polls. Because all I've managed to hear this week of what news I've gotten this week is how the majority of Americans want to impeach Trump. I know many of y'all have heard that, that the number is 51% of Americans want to impeach Trump. Okay? Now, I could see that. I, I can see where the polling could possibly support, depending on how you ask the question, where you ask the question, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Well, that's weird. Real clear politics is offline. Hmm. No, it's fine on my end. Is it working yep. on your end? Um, yeah, it is. Okay. Then I must be but down on my server. It may be that we're on different servers also. Yeah. Well, let's see if we can't solve the problem. Yeah, it looks like everything's down for me. Well, that ain't good. That's Connor giving us the national anthem. Okay. Sounds terrific. All right, Connor. Thank you. Well, let me see if I can get it to come back in. Try rebooting. Say what? Reboot your computer. Hi. Hi, Connor. Hi. 
How you doing, Connor? The water. You want water? Yeah. You got to tell Mommy you want water. Tell Mama, say I want water. He got it. Okay. Oh, God. Damn, I got another touchdown. Yeah, I don't know why anybody's even watching that game. It's going to be a slobber knocker. Yeah. Alabama 600, Tennessee 0. Yeah, right. Actually, no. Tennessee has 10. Oh, excuse me. Ah. What does Alabama have? It's twenty-one ten. Well, we can take heart, and it ain't a big goose egg. Where are we playing? Are we in Tuscaloosa? Yeah. Yep. LSU was a great game. Oh. Who won? LSU. No, that LSU game was too close for my comfort. Who did they play? Mississippi uh, State. Tyler uh, Lube and uh, Car Care. No, Mississippi State should have won. They only won by. They didn't win by much. It's like 30. Hmm. Horseshoes and hand grenades. <laughs> okay, so when you have polling. So so let me kind of explain the polling. When you have polling data, as you all have heard me say a thousand times, that polling can be made to match what you want it to say. Sounds like season five of the 18. It is season five. Anyway, so when you have um, polling data, these companies are paid to poll, and they'll say, well, we want a particular, they're not supposed to say they want an outcome, but it does happen. And so what you have is they phrase a question a certain way to get a certain answer. And that's what's happened. I've read some of the internals on the polls. Now, to be honest, I haven't spent a whole ton of time reading them, but I have read some. And i got to be honest with you. Yeah. The, I don't even like the question, how they how they ask the questions, the order they're asking the questions. And so there are some other key indicators that will determine if it's valid or not. So let's look at a couple of those key indicators. 
Number one, President Trump hosting his event. If a good chunk of the country wants you impeached, thousands upon thousands of people are not going to show up at your events. Okay? You're going to have what I call the Hillary event. 300 people show up. Okay. Now, in Minnesota, in Minnesota, a rally was held last week. Okay? There were thousands upon thousands inside with thousands more waiting outside. Okay? In not the greatest of weather. Okay? In a liberal or blue state. Right. In a super liberal town. Mm-hmm. In Omar's district. Well, that's exactly why they did uh. that rally there. <clears throat> because it was in Hajib's sister's uh, district. <laughs> now, another thing the fundraising from the party of the president waiting to be impeached and the president's fundraising will dwindle. Okay? Mm -hmm. However, we see record and I stress record fundraising halls by the Republicans and President Trump himself. Okay, so one is left to wonder, you know, why why would they be so stupid as to think that people are going to buy this argument? You just don't have that. So let's look at a couple of indicators. The economic indicators are in President Trump's favor. The party of people standing beside Trump. Is his party holding? Yes. His core voters are holding. Okay? They're not they're not diving off the deep end. Okay. They're sticking with him. I think they've lost three or four uh, I think they lost three or four Percentage points the Republicans did. But for the most part, everybody's staying true. Mm-hmm. Okay. And his numbers among African Americans are nearly double what they were three years ago. His numbers among the Hispanic community, the legal Hispanic community, is way above where it was. Uh, independent numbers are within two points of where they were, so he's not hurting. So I am uh, quite satisfied that the president's fine. Anyway, so don't the media is trying to control the narrative, folks. Don't let that happen. Oh, yeah. 
Um, <clears throat> I read today that there are 173 Republicans now in uh, co-sponsoring the resolution to censure Adam Schiff, which Nancy will never bring to the floor. Nancy will never bring impeachment to the floor. No, she's denying. And, and that's the point. They're, they're not. They're not going to bring it to the floor. There was something that Rush said on, I believe, uh, Wednesday or Friday, Thursday or Friday. And what what the Democrats are trying to do, along with the media, is what they did to Nixon. Because Nixon won in a landslide in 72. Well, in 73, when it came out that Watergate had happened, the media and the the Democrat-held Congress all got together and said, well, we're going to impeach you. And they there were articles being drawn up, but nothing really substantial. But the Republicans in the Senate went. So one of the, someone went. One of the representatives of the, of the Republicans in the Senate went to the White House and said, "The Republicans in the Senate are losing faith in you, and we may have we may actually remove you." And that's when he resigned. When he got that bit of news, and right now you have. The Democrats who are not going to uh, vote on impeachment because it'd be detrimental to the whole party. But you do have people like uh, Flake, Senator Flake, out of uh, um, the state with the hot weather, saying that oh, there's about 30 Arizona. There's about 30 Republicans who secretly would vote to to remove the president. And when that little nugget comes out, it makes you cast out. Even though he has a reputation of being <clears throat> as Trump-friendly as uh, Hillary was, but that little seed of doubt is being planted in people's minds or in the president's minds. Will the president <laughs> walk away from all of this? Well, honestly... If I was a 75-year-old man with $100 trillion in the bank like he does, I would just go at my golf court and enjoy my wife. It, it, it tells you what kind of person this is, when he can give it all up and still be as famous as he ever was. But he wants to do this. Yeah. <clears throat> and if you notice, these people that are running for president right now, there's, what, 37 on the Democrat side at this point? Or 137, I'm not even sure what the count is, because they all want to, it's all a big get-rich-quick scheme. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, all of these people who are running for president, they're making money. It's not legal. They can't take from their campaign dollars. That's illegal. But they're getting money other kind of ways. Why do you think Bernie Sanders was able to afford another beach house after the uh 2016 election. It wasn't because of the money he made in the Senate. So th- that's all this is. This is a get-rich-quick scheme done by politicians because they have nothing better else to do. 
of course, they're going to bash the, the president, and if they are elected officials, they're going to um, they're going to um, what's the word? Um, take their take their constituents for granted. Okay, that that was my diatribe for the night. Okay, you feel better now? Wait, one more thing. Um, um, Representative Cummings, I hope you brought a lot of sunscreen. Okay, that's it. Well, Amanda earlier found a Twitter post. Yeah. And <laughs> the it Twitter was one post. That Barbara posted. Oh, okay. That picture, that picture? I didn't post that. Mark did. Well, it was funny nonetheless. The one about hell? I sent. Yeah, I, I sent her two. There's one where. uh. Elijah Cummings is saying how hot it was down here, and John McCain said, it's okay, it's a dry heat. Then there's the other one with uh, Elijah Cummings yelling, going, Re- Trump reelected under my over my dead body. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the Barbara Streisand one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Barbara Streisand uh, tweeted out a picture of Nancy Pelosi's heel impaling um, President Trump. So I went ahead and took the same picture, found a cartoon of Barbara Streisand and having her being impaled on uh, a shoe and with the with the caption, reality. Barbara Streisand, I, you would think that a lot of these people would just be glad to be semi-relevant in the world in which they're semi-relevant. I disagree with President Trump. He he um, has said that he's now not going to hold the G7 summit at his Doral Hotel. Um, I agree with that. Well, I've been the cave. Say what now? The Democrats are upset. And the media was upset. So they, you know, they're going to be upset no matter what he does. Every time he wakes up, they're upset. I agree. I mean, he's not going to do anything right. No. However, however, Trump is, Trump's doing all right. I think President Trump's doing okay. I think he's going to catch some flack from people 
who um, are not happy with his Syria moves. Yeah. But I think I think Syria is the right way to go. I think he's making the right choice in Syria. There's some people that don't like it, but they have the right to be wrong. Well, you look at the media and this whole thing about Doral. What the media is not telling anyone is that when Trump took the oath of office, or actually before he took the oath of office, he divested in all of his assets. He's still making money, pretty much interest on his money, but he's not in business dealings. So if he wanted to, say, go to have this thing at Doral for costs, which is going to save the taxpayers millions of dollars, why not do it? Why, not, why does the, the media tell the, the American public, well, he's really not making any money off of this because he divested? Yes, but it's and not the, the thing actual. With Syria, well, it's the optics. I understand that as well. That's right. It's the optics. And the thing with Syria, all of these, the people who are up in arms are the people in Congress and in the media. Well, okay. if the people in Congress are so up in arms on this, why don't y'all vote to declare war? The Congress has that power, declare war. They that's won't. Right, that's the, the ultimate checks, and I know they won't because it's all a hollow threat. It, they, if Obama, if Trump says right, the Democrats say left. If Trump had a cure for cancer tonight, it would be racist and sexist tomorrow morning. You can't win with these people, and, at the, and really, as an American, it's getting pathetic. It truly is getting pathetic because these people who ran on health care and all these other pipe dreams, they're not doing anything except for investigating Trump and impeaching Trump. I'd love to know what their campaign strategy is going to be for next year. Well, they're in trouble. And, you know, the GOP congressman who... Uh, open to Trump's impeachment has said he's quitting. That tells you a lot right there. Yep, saw that today. That tells you that tells you everything you need to know. Now I will tell you the White House needs to button up and tighten up in what they're doing because they're going to have issues if they don't. Because the White House isn't running like it should. And I'm just I'm going to lay it out there for everybody. It's not. And there are some issues inside the White House. Now, it, some of that could be because the president does things a little different and he you know, he quickly tires of people. But there are some good people that are yep, leaving. So CNN has been talking on its network 
and it's calling for people to get in the faces of senators to try and get them to impeach Trump. I'm just going to tell you, they're not going to, the Senate will not impeach Trump. As a matter of fact, it will never come to the floor. Just like on the House, okay, it will not, uh, it'll never come to the House floor for a vote either, and they know it. Question. Answer. Do you think do you think Pelosi um, put Schiff in a position to do these closed door meetings so that he could hang himself? Yep. Okay, that's yep. all I wanted to ask. Yep, he's Schiff is uh, Schiff and Nadler are in Pelosi's crosshairs. Now, you know if the New York Yankees win, go to the World Series, Trump's going to have fun with that one. By the way, on that article about the 173 people who in Congress um, that called for Adam Schiff to be censored, um, I read the whole article and in doing so found that they are scheduling a vote for that resolution on Monday in the House. Yeah. The vote fails. It's a, uh, it's an empty. Well, yeah. Well, it's it's not the majority, but I, and I realize that. But I'm just saying, at least they are talking about doing that, and they did take it to the floor. So they're trying to push back on all this craziness. Well, some Democrats may flip. Your conservative state Democrats that know that they're in trouble. And I thought that too. The the problem that Democrats have, Democrats are in trouble because Democrats know that if they bring this to a vote, the impeachment, they're done. They lose the control of the House by 30 or 40 votes. I mean, it will be absolutely insane. However, if they don't bring this to the vote, which they're not going to, and it stays in the forefront of this all the way going into the November elections next year. Uh, Uh, They know they're going to get beat. So Pelosi's got to figure out what to do with this. And the internal polling of the Democratic Party is not real good right now. The internal polling shows them losing big time. Okay, and this stuff isn't working against them. By the way, just for for giggles, do you think Tulsi Gabbard will stay in the race just despite Hillary? (coughs) Um, I think as long as some of them are raising money, they stay in. Because I'm with Mark on this one. This has to do with 
um, this has to do with them making money for themselves and creating a name for future endeavors. They all know they're not going to be president. There's only three in that entire field of people right now that even remotely have a chance of ever being president. And in case you're all wondering who that is, that would be Biden, Sanders, and Warren. Say what? Biden. I'm going to beat him like a drum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the only thing. Never mind. I can't even say. He that. can't even complete sentences. I don't think he's going to beat anybody like a drum. Well, Biden's got a problem. Biden's problem is his son. Yep. So his son is going to be is going to be his downfall. Now, is there any topics that anybody wants to cover and discuss? And I'll come around and ask you if you want to cover it. Fine. If you don't, fine. Mark, do you have anything you want to cover? I actually have two things I would like to cover. One is uh, what I did last weekend. Uh, last Saturday, Louisiana had its gubernatorial election, and something I've never done was to be a poll commissioner. My mother was, has been a poll commissioner for probably 20 years now, so I, vol- I signed up and went volunteered. Well, not volunteered, but because I got paid for it, but I sat there with a bunch of people, and we... And people voted. I helped people vote. And my role was I had the uh, the master books from the Kirk of Courts office. I had uh, it was from my precinct and my ward. And I had L through uh, Z. And people came to me with their IDs. I really didn't have to ask for it. And it was an interesting process. Uh, something that I think everyone should do once in their lives. So what's the positives uh, so of the process, like and what's the negatives of the process? The positives of it is you get to actually see how voting happens. The only thing I didn't do was go into the voting booth with these people. These people would come up to me with their with their ID in hand because we have we're, we're an ID state. I found their names in the book. Saw, they signed they signed their names. I initialed next to it, certifying that they were who they said they were, and they went into the other uh, voting booth. It was very simple, but the negative of it the negative of it was um, some of the poll watchers. And the district that I am that I am in is a not district, but the ward that I am is heavy um, minority. And we were one of the elections was for the police jury, which for most people in a sane world, it's their county commissioner or city council, what have you. Well, 
we're in a backward sta- uh, parish and state. So Use it's the French the, version um, of government. Yeah, we, we, we're French version. We're Napoleonic code, not English code like the rest of the country. Well, one of the poll watchers, the poll watchers for the person who was running again. This guy was running for his fifth term as serving. Noise. Okay, that's better. Well, what poll, what the poll watchers would do is they would get their name, get the names of everyone who voted, so she, that that person can go back to the candidate who and would say, "Okay, you voted, you voted, you voted," or "Why didn't you vote? You said you were going to vote for me. Why didn't you go vote?" So it's a way for these people to get back at the people who didn't go vote. But it's totally legal. That would be the drawback that I see of the whole thing. Now, the second thing I would like to talk about is what happened now, the day before on, the election. Hold on. Let's, okay. let's go back. Okay. Okay. So poll watchers, um, they... There are different types of poll watchers. There are the RNC, the DNC, and the individual campaigns, and even some public entities that request those voting numbers. And so political analysts or political strategists, they collect those, and they pretty well know how you vote, so they're crunching the numbers. The current sitting governor knew by about 45 minutes into election night that he was having a runoff. Yeah. Okay. And the fact that he's going to have a runoff does not bode well for him. He will not win that runoff. Oh, yeah, I know that. No, but what I'm saying is there were only two poll watchers, and they were for the candidate who was running for the police jury seat, who was the incumbent that was running for the police jury seat. And what happens in the what happens is if you didn't go vote and he knows that you're someone that's going to vote for him, he's going to get back at you some kind of way, or somebody in his family is going to get back at you. Now that was the only I one. That was the only ones there. Yeah. Well, the the statewide campaigns the call it in. The statewide campaigns call yeah, it in. State, yeah. And for the most part, this the polls closed at, at eight o'clock. By nine o'clock, you knew where the races were. Now, the second thing I would like to talk about is what happened the day before. The uh, Little League World Series champions are from Louisiana. It just so happens that one of the people that one of the uh, the pitcher is actually someone that my aunt. Knows because he no, lives in that area. Well, the baseball team got to go and meet the president on, I think it was the the Friday night, Friday morning, oh, and well, it was Thursday or Friday. But what happens okay. is the president said, "Okay, guys, uh, you ever to go back to Louisiana on Air Force One?" 
So the Little League World Series baseball team got to ride in Air Force One from Washington, D.C., all the way to Louisiana, where they, that's how they returned home. And I think that was probably one of the coolest things this president could have done. Yeah. And they got to walk up the front stairs, not the back stairs. Yeah, got to walk up the front stairs. Actually, there's a there's a story that I written by one of the fathers who posted posted on Facebook yeah. of yeah. the uh, of the whole trip. But I think that's one of the coolest things. And the, and the media never covered this. Right, a mother put a Facebook post up about her son. And just talking about all he did while the cameras were off. Oh yeah, yeah. And that he he insisted on taking a picture with each individual one and the families and right uh, as a group. Let him ride on Air Force One. Let him come down the front stairs of the airplane, which you guys have heard me say a hundred times that that's just you don't do. Um, things that, that normally you wouldn't get to do, they were allowed to do. Served them Sundays on the airplane from the kitchen or from the galley. Um, just went above and beyond what any other president would have done and didn't ask for it to be, you know, covered in any way. All right, with all these athletes who get paid millions of dollars are missing out when they're not going to the White House. You could have had a right. Sunday with the president. Right. Well, you know those little 12-year-olds are never going to forget that. Oh, no. That's a story they get oh, no. to tell their grandkids and great-grandkids. Oh, yeah. Well, the good, thing, the good thing is they're from Louisiana. I figured by 2028, 20, Louisiana, uh, 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 LSU baseball is going to be really, really good because all them boys are heading to LSU. <laughs> Sorry, Vanderbilt. All right. Next up. Good. Well, Vanderbilt's a bunch of doctors and lawyers. Yeah, that's the truth. Well, that's freaking hilarious. Connor is a pirate. <laughs> All right, next up, Barbara. I actually have nothing. Well, you know, I could talk about my physical I had. <laughs> Let's get physical, physical. I'll live for another year. All right. Thanks for the warning. Except for my ears are all plugged up and whack. Well, no comment. Jill. Any topic you want to cover? Yeah, I just I just figured out how the um, left is going to move forward with their impeachment process when this one doesn't work out. You know how they always move the lever over. 
Um, they're going to report finally on the trip with the boys and the baseball team, and they're going to try to impeach Trump for having one too many scoops of ice cream in his Sunday. <laughs> oh, that's pretty damn funny. Well, I, you know, I have to say that looking back from 2016, um, you know, 2015 into 2016, I'm, I'm kind of glad. I, I didn't necessarily like the process of how we got to where we are, but I'm kind of glad it worked out the way it did. Amanda, any topic you want to cover? Nope. <laughs> really? Huh. Unless she responded and I didn't get a message, don't call on me. <laughs> Is there something I'm supposed to talk about? No. Okay. You know, maybe, what time is it? No, nah, we'll, we'll say that for another show. I, I asked Amanda a question this morning. And, you know, we, we occasionally come up with these random topics and we, you know, talk about them and come up with a plan. And I think, and, and some of you might be quite surprised <laughs> when we get to talking about this, because even Amanda this morning was like, you're not going to agree with me, but dot, dot, dot. And in fact, I didn't find anything she said I didn't agree with. Hmm. Which she she may have found surprising. Um, yes, yeah, I did. <laughs> Because most people, when when I go to railing about the schools, they think I'm just anti-school all the way around. And I'm not. I'm anti-school choice. I'm anti the schools making the decisions for the parents. Uh-huh. But in our conversation this morning, we, I asked her if she was the head nurse appointed to be over all school systems, what would she implement? And we went down several categories, and I couldn't find anything that I disagreed with her on as long as the parents had some choice. But there's one particular area that we talked about that the next time we do a program, I want to focus on. Because I think that if the Republicans especially came out with this plan and made it happen, we could guarantee Republicans controlling... Just about every legislature, every state house, and both chambers and the White House for quite some time. And it's not a handout, it's not a freebie, but I like the idea. And it may take some convincing for some people, but I liked it. So This just came over the wire that Pelosi and other U.S. lawmakers have arrived in Jordan for meetings on Syria. Since when does she get to do that? Um, She has the authority to do that. What did she do? Nancy Pelosi and a bipartisan group of U.S. lawmakers announced late Saturday that they had arrived in Jordan for meetings with King Abdullah, Abdullah, 
and other officials regarding the situation in Syria. And that's actually a pretty smart move. I would say she's doing it at the behest of the president. No, no lawmaker, no matter what party, is going to be so stupid as to attempt to go against foreign policy of the State Department. I'm not going to do it. So I'm assuming the president knows and agreed to her going. Hmm. What about the business of Kerry and his involvement with uh, Iran? Because that was in the news a while back, and it's just kind of like, you know, fell off the face of the earth. I'm not a, it listen. As as long as his dealings are legal and from all indications they're legal, um my who cares? No no, I, it wasn't business dealings. It was, you know, just hang in there until pr- President Trump is out of office. And again, who cares? I mean, what's important about it? That's no different than Jimmy Carter going around doing the same thing. It's no different than, you know, Obama saying, hey, let me get past this election and I'll have a little more freedom. Right. Well, what about um, what about Biden's uh, involvement in this whole situation? You think he's, that's going to affect his election, you know? Um, Biden will not in... be the nominee. Well, I understand that, but I, I honestly don't understand how if he if, – if they're going after Trump for supposed quid pro quo and all that other craziness, which we know he didn't do, but if if they're doing that, what's the key, why is Biden even still in the race? Why is he even allowed to do this? And why are they not asking him to step down? Period. Because, because he's, he's dual, on tape confessing it. Because it's a dual standard. And again, listen, if you'll see how the media has played all this, they pretty well dropped Jumpin' Joe like a bad habit. He's not getting the free press he was getting before. As a matter of fact, the new darling of the Democrats right now seems to be Elizabeth Warren. Warren, right. And Warren has no chance in hell of winning a presidency. None. Right. Which is why you Actually, see the clip. Go ahead, Mark. What I heard is that uh, TBS is going to start airing um, Dances with Wolves nonstop all of November because that's based on uh, that's based on Elizabeth Warren's great 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 grandparents. <laughs> well, I heard that Lifetime had just created a movie about a professor that got fired for being pregnant, and it was based on the true story, or, or excuse me, semi-true story of Elizabeth Warren. Or how about the movie by Hallmark Channel coming out that shows one 1,024th uh, Cherokee winning a lawsuit to receive some of the casino funds because they were at least one 1,024th Cherokee. Yeah. But, based you know, based loosely on the life of Pocahontas. But right now, uh, President Trump is... Uh, 1,025th uh, of 1,025th president. Well, according to the Democrats, yeah. Um, as everything stands today, if the election were held tomorrow, Trump would win in a landslide. Simple as that. Here's a statement that I've been telling people 
and that prediction hasn't changed. The Democrats have not lost a presidential race since 1988. <laughs> right. According to them. How to sure the are you that... 1988. And if you, if you question uh, 2004, well, folks was illegitimate anyway, so uh, Al Gore would have had a second term. You know, doesn't it it strike anybody that somehow our elections always manage to work out? Even when we get the wrong person, it still seems to work. Just remember. But the thing is. Go ahead, Mark. Just like any incumbency, it's it's very hard to remove the incumbent. Right. There's only a few times in history where we've done this. Jimmy Carter was a horrible president. That's why Bush, uh, Reagan wanted a landslide. Other than that, look at the past. You don't have so that many one-time You've got Carter, Bush. Bush 41 got removed because he didn't do what he said he was going to do. He got his ass handed to him over a gallon of milk and read my lips. Honestly, um, I think if Ross Perot wouldn't have ran, he would have got a second term. Bush would have won again. But if Ross Perot would have... Yeah, I think Bush would have won again. But had Ross Perot stayed in the race, Ross Perot would have won the presidency. Had yeah. he not dropped That's out and got uh, back in, Perot would have had it. Perot yeah, had the public eaten out of his hands. He would have made it. And he would have been the first independent president in U.S. history. He would have made it. So how how sure are you that Clinton's going to run again? That she's going to get back in? Uh, if you had to put a percentage on it, eighty-five. She wouldn't be on the news as much as she has been for the last few days if she wasn't running. Right. I agree, I agree, but then she's been trying to get her face out there with all those. Remember all those um, times Not she was like supposed the, to go like across the country with her husband, and they didn't sell tickets. <laughs> well, just remember, just remember, guys, when when you're Politico and you've got you're wanting to get into a race, you get all your bad news and bad stuff out first. Well, if you'll notice, her email. Scandal. The State Department report was released last week. Okay, and so the State Department report is done. It's out there. There were hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of violations by her and others, and blah blah blah. But at the end, it says no charges recommended. Okay. So now we see her coming in and beginning to. Uh, put her way in the race. She will come in the in the race. What they're doing behind the scenes is locking up superdelegates. Okay, Jill, what was your comment? Well, it just seems stupid to me that she's going to try this again because, you know, I mean, he's going to get back in. And I can't imagine, you know, given the length of time that's passed, 
a lot of the people who may or may not have support or may have supported her might have wised up a bit. You know, um, I'm sure she's going to have a lot of the radical following that we see that, that, you know, the Democrat goos that go out about and protest and stand there and scream and holler and not have, have any kind of decent dialogue with anybody. The brain dead, in other words. I could see them getting behind her, but that's it. Her thought oh, process yeah. is, her thought process is, and rightfully so, that, you know, you've tried everybody else. They cannot beat him. I can at least, you know, I've at least beat, got the popular vote. And we know where we made mistakes, and so she'll go spend all her time up in the Rust Belt. In Wisconsin and Pennsylvania. <laughs> she'll spend all of her time in in Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, New Hampshire, <laughs> and Minnesota, because right yeah. now Minnesota is leaning red. Yeah. You think she will? Do you really think that she'd win this? I no. If she gets the nomination. I think if she gets the nomination, Trump is going to go on television and say, I'd like to thank y'all for reelecting me for a second term. At this point, the only way I will lose is if there's a 12-year-old boy or a dead hooker on the right house lawn. <laughs> yeah, and, there are many, many people on Twitter that still refer to her as Madam President, that he's still illegitimate. Uh, you know, so, yeah, they're, they're still out it, there. It's fine. Her numbers actually are coming up. If you put her in the, if you throw her name in the Democratic mix, she's right up there with Biden and Warren as far as her percentage. Her fundraising ability, she's already gotten pledged to her about $60 million in cash to get going. Plus, she's got almost $100 million in her various campaign coffers. So, I mean, she's got some money. I'm sorry? What? When's the announcement coming? Who? When, when is she going to announce that she's running? Odds are she's going to wait. I would wait until, if it were me, I would wait and do it between Thanksgiving and Christmas. But I thought you had to file by November something, by the middle of November. Well, you do, but she's got all the paperwork in already. She had it in the day after election. Day yeah, after. it's a it's a standard. It's a standard. Most candidates that are going to run for president, they've got all the stuff in. As far as the filing deadlines for states and the individual states, she's got well into next year to have that done. Now, when she loses again, you think it'd be great if. Trump would send her some vodka made for, in Ukraine as a consolation prize? No, I think he needs to walk out on the stage and lead the crowd in na-na-na-na, na-na-na-na, hey, 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 goodbye. Now, when she loses again, and if she runs again in 2024, well, did they just say she's pathetic at this at that point? Yes, but she'll be dead. Another one bites the dust. I'm surprised she's not dead yet. Me too, but people like that don't die; they just nasty away. Yeah. Well, hey, look uh, at all look at Baltimore. You talking about Cummings? 
But look at Emperor. Yeah. Good riddance. You know what he said? He said Donald Trump will not win another election in his lifetime. <laughs> well, he spoke some truth there. He didn't. He was right. <laughs> For once, he spoke the truth. All right, hey, folks. Wasn't it Janet Reno? Janet Reno said the same thing right before she died, huh? I thought she did. You know that was the first. Didn't you all know that that was the first male turned female in the United States? Her her name was originally Jack Reno. It was Jack Reno, and when she had her sex change, she became Janet. Miss Miss Jackson, if you're not there. All right, remember, folks. You got to stand for something. You'll fall for anything. Freedom is free. Thanks, soldier. For without them, we wouldn't have an all-volunteer army. Thank the families of soldiers. For without them, we wouldn't have the most powerful army that we have because we wouldn't have anybody signing up for it. Thank a nurse. For without nurses, doctors would be lost, and so would the patients. And just for the record, everybody, I love my nurse very much. This is the political Superman saying, have a good night, everybody. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.